Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Jody Wilson-Raybould, she's got more truth. She has penned a letter to the Justice Committee, also known as the kangaroo court that the Trudeau government has shut down from further investigating what we now call lav scam. So apparently she's got texts, uh, emails, another written statement because she takes notes. One of very few, apparently, in the Liberal Party, but she will clarify testimony given after she appeared. In other words, she wants to fill in all those gaping holes left behind by Gerald Butts and Michael Wernick. And apparently her colleagues, the Liberal MPs, are getting a little testy. They don't like all this mudslinging that's coming from, oh yeah, their party. So they want this to be out. They want this. They want her to just talk. Okay, so do we. Let's bring her in and talk. Pierre Pagliavra joining me now. He is the conservative uh, finance critic. Good to have you, sir. Good to be with you, Alex. It's um, good to hear that Jody Wilson-Raybould has more information she's going to give. Uh, Does the Justice Committee have to make that public? Will the public see it? As far as I'm concerned, yes. I know that uh, people can make written submissions for committee investigations and that those submissions can be published. Uh, I, I don't know the time frame for that. It might require that the House of Commons return so that the Justice Committee chair can table Uh, that submission in the House of Commons. Uh, But I hope that they will will forego that uh, delay and and release immediately all of the evidence that she provides them. Well, that would be nice. I mean, uh, from reading and looking into it, they have made public other information. So if they all of a sudden change the standard uh, for this case, it would look awfully terrible. Although that hasn't stopped them from other uh, cover-ups and shutdowns. So what is it that she could talk about? We know that there's an area. I mean, Mr. Trudeau is going out and telling everybody, because we're not talking about job spin anymore, but he is going out and the message is, you know, she can talk. We've given her unprecedented, uh, you know, wave of privilege. She can go out and say this. Her colleagues are now going out and just saying, come on, if you've got something to say, say it. It's almost like there's a battle back and forth of goading her. But the bottom line is there's a lot she can't say because they won't let her. That's right. And let's just take your listeners back. Everyone remembers her dramatic testimony of about 20 days ago where she alleged the prime minister had uh, interfered with her, hounded her, um, and ultimately fired her because she wouldn't agree to shelve the criminal charges into SNC of Lavalin for fraud and bribery. Um, But what a lot of people didn't realize is that that was only half of her story. Because the Prime Minister had to grant her a waiver to speak at all about anything that happened while she was in Cabinet, he, he, he was able to limit that waiver to the time before she was moved out as Attorney General. Now, we know that in the days afterwards, while she was then serving as Veterans Affairs Minister, she witnessed something so appalling. Any so idea what that was? No, but it was big enough that she resigned. I can tell you, people don't resign from cabinet for nothing. And she said she resigned because of something she saw. Now, uh, the deputy leader of the Conservatives, Lisa Raitt, asked her at committee, can you tell us why you resigned? Answer, 
I cannot. And the, the reason is because Trudeau is keeping that partial gag order, preventing her from speaking about anything that happened after she left the role of attorney general. That's why we need to let her back and complete her unfinished testimony. Right. I mean, from the outside looking in, I mean, a lot of people are saying, well, she said it was nothing was illegal. She said in her testimony there was nothing illegal. And I say back to that, well, improper, uh, improper pressure interference is still not acceptable. But I also and I might be wrong, so you can correct this. But when she's talking about nothing illegal was done when Mr. Wernick, I think that was who she was talking about, uh, pressured her the three times, that might just be for that period. She still has it. There's so many areas where she could still open up um, holes uh, that are that are uh, dangerous for the for the PMO's office. No. Well, let's get back to this issue of criminality. Um, there might have been a crime committed that she d- didn't know about when she was giving testimony. And, and let me let me expound on that. Uh, the prime minister, according to her testimony, told her twice on September 17th, either you shelve these charges or within weeks, SNC-Lavalin will announce it is moving its headquarters out of Montreal. We now know that was false because that com- the company cannot move its headquarters right. out of Montreal. It has a $1.5 billion loan agreement with the Quebec Pension Plan to keep the headquarters in Montreal for another five years. In fact, they just signed a 20-year lease there and are renovating the buildings to accommodate their 2,000 employees in that city. Right, and so the CEO just confirmed, away. yeah, and the CEO just exactly. confirmed two days ago that they're not moving. They never were. And they never were. And not only that, yeah. he also said, and I never told the Prime Minister or the P- PMO that there was any consideration of moving. In other words, the Prime Minister may be on bad advice, or maybe deliberately, stated a falsehood to Canada's law's law officer while trying to convince her to drop criminal charges. You can't, you can't, it is against the law for anyone to go to a law officer and deliberately tell them a falsehood to get charges set aside. Now, when Jody Wilson-Raybould testified, she might not have realized that she had been told an out-and-out falsehood. And now that that is coming to light, with the, with the interview from the CEO of SNC Lavalin, this whole issue might have reached a whole another level of criminality. I've only got about 45 more seconds, but, you know, there is going to be a fatigue point to this story where people are just, you know, come on, let's move on. We know that canola, things are happening in the world. Canola canceled uh, with China. All these things are happening. We've got the prime minister out campaigning. Do you get the sense that they're just going to try to rag the puck on this thing and try to, to, to outlast the, uh, the attention span? The problem for the, the Justin Trudeau is he keeps trying to cover it up. And if he if he had just made the decision to let out, let out the truth right at the outset and let the chips fall where they may, he might have been able to put the scandal behind him. Yeah. But he keeps covering up and hiding things and stating blatant falsehoods. You know, he said, if I did anything wrong, why didn't Jody Wilson tell me anything earlier on? Well, she did. She told him on September 17th that he was pressuring her uh, inappropriately. So that's just one example of a falsehood he's told. And the problem is the more he covers it up, the more he lies, the longer this goes on. Indeed it does. We'll continue to follow it. Uh, Thanks so much for joining me. I appreciate it.
Good to be with you, Alex. That is finance critic, uh, also sits on the Justice Committee, uh, Pierre Polyevra. It'll come out. It always comes out. And it'll get covered. You know, that's just the truth. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.